Vibe Check, back once again. We are your hosts, Anna Chang. And I'm Abby Kyle. But wait, we have a new host joining us today. On this week's episode, we reconnect with Mira Tablat as she joins our Vibe Check panel. This is a major episode. I hope you're sitting down. As 2020 just keeps getting crazier, man, we are so happy you're here with us. And we have this outlet to talk to our friends and to our weirdos. Our favorite Jordanian joins us to talk about our favorite architecture and travel memories. New Jersey, Jordanian school, Japan, and the infamous Superglue Eye. Join us as we also discuss what we're passionate about and as we dissect Twitter. Yeah, that's right. Kanye West's Twitter. All of this and more only here at... Hello, everyone. How are you guys doing today? We have myself, Abby Kyle. We have Anna Chang. And we have our new guest, not guest, but uh, interviewer panel person. What's it called? Interviewee. Yeah. Mira Tabalat. Hello. (laughs) Hello. So we're going to start out this podcast with a very important question. Okay. Um, If it hadn't been for... Cotton Eye Joe, I'd been married a long time ago. But where did you come from, Mira? Where did you go? And where did you come from, Cotton Eye Joe? No. Okay. (laughs) That was beautiful, Abby. Thank you so much. Okay. So I'm going to give you a little bit about myself. I'm from Amman, Jordan. I was born and raised there. I lived there for eight, like, I moved to the United States at 18 years old. I can definitely say that the United States was not even, like, growing up, I never thought I was going to live in the United States, but, you know, it happened. And uh, I studied, we went to USF with um, lovely Abby and Anna. And she did. this is where I come from. So where do I go? I don't know yet. But maybe she doesn't Con- know yet. <laughs> maybe Cotton Eye Joe can help. Maybe Cotton Eye Joe will come and save us. <laughs> yeah. But um, so we've heard a lot of interviews from you guys. So I'm where the audience and since I just joined, we're intrigued to know about you guys a little bit. So where do I go? Well, I haven't really gone many places, actually, because I've stayed in Tampa for my whole entire life. Um, <clears throat> so, yes, I am. <laughs> I'm from Tampa, Florida, of course, um, born and raised here. I've lived in the same neighborhood my entire life. All you've known is the bay. All I've known is the bay. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So I've, you know, I've moved once and like I said, it was within the same neighborhood. So that was fun. (laughs) I've met a lot of cool people though. And I've kept a lot of friends just because I went to the same school. But I mean, I went to USF. Gotta stay local, you know. Uh, Keep it in Tampa. (laughs) But uh, we'll see where I go from here. It's hard to say at this point, just because with uh, all the uncertainties in this this world. But Anna, let's give a little background about you. <laughs> Abby, thank you so much for asking that question. Um, I'm from Colombia. I moved here when I was nine. But basically, I've been in the States since I was nine. And I've moved um, to different cities throughout that time. I actually lived up in Jersey, which is another story. (laughs) I have a lot to say about New Jersey. (laughs) But yeah, and then I ended up here in Florida uh, when I started high school and and then I moved up to Tampa for college. But honestly, that's that's a question I'm still trying to get answers for. That's a, uh, you know, mystery, mystery unsolved. Yeah, well, you know, that's interesting because I, well, I've moved so much that I haven't really questioned it, like, why, but I, my family's just, like, I like to call us, like, a nomad family because we seem to be ready to pick up and, and go wherever the wind blows us, <laughs> but, yeah, and that's made me really accustomed to, to change and to accept it as, as it comes, but, yeah, New Jersey was it for a year. It's very cold up there. People are so you lived in level. New Jersey for a year? 
I lived there for about a year, yeah. Um, and then we didn't, since we lived in Florida before moving to New Jersey, we couldn't get used to the cold mm. because it's not only like, yeah, it snows and then, you know, it's all pretty for a little bit. It's beautiful actually when it snows um, and it's not as cold, but then, but then the snow turns into ice, right? And then it turns into this black ice or gray ice. And then that just makes like the weather really cold. And then you have to, you have to like take the snow off your car, you have to change your tires. Ew. Did you have to wear like leg warmers? Yes. Well, yeah. the first month when you're not used to the cold, you, you wear like leggings under your jeans and stuff. But as a kid, you know, we didn't really feel the cold as much as like our parents did because they're older. But um, we had like snow days for school. So that was fun. Um, you'd wait Ooh. by the phone during the morning of because it was snowing and you'd wait for like your principal or whoever was in charge to call the family like oh it's canceled but yeah the only thing that i appreciated was the cherry blossoms because new jersey mm -hmm. is called the garden state and mm -hmm. they do have beautiful springs so i'll give them that new jersey okay um, guys if you want to go to new jersey only go in the springtime all right <laughs> yes it's actually beautiful <laughs> I should hit up. I've never been in New Jersey except like the airport, but that doesn't really count. No. Their airport is shit. <laughs> it no. is not it. It's, it's not, not it. that bad. It's you. I've been to worse. Like, have you been to Tur the Turkey's airport? No. Yeah, because I've been to Turkey. You know. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well. No, Jersey's airport, the Newark one, is pretty bad. I think a lot. Well, of that was rough. Were. That's where we 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 arrived when we. Came yeah. From Europe. Yeah, we had to go hmm. through. Customs. And that was our that was our first taste of home, so that was pretty rough to arrive at that airport. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I've never had problems with Newark, but I think the only good things from New Jersey are are just the spring, uh, Bruce Springsteen, and Ezra Koenig from Vampire Weekend. No. There we go, <laughs> Ezra Koenig. I think I think if you if you guys have other good things from new jersey please let me know i'd like to add that to my list yeah we'll start a list um for anyone who wants to move there you know there's some better places that i'd go but you know some people like that some people like not a the good, airport not the airport not the airport but yeah. if you if you do like spring please mm. yeah so talking about you know the airport and these travel stories mira mm -hmm. do you want to get us started with some crazy travel memories because we, we've done a lot of that throughout school crazy travel yeah What's a travel memory that you have, like, with people or something funny that happened? Or anything, really. Could be any travel story, I guess. I think, well, first of all, I think USF's program, which unfortunately right now with COVID, I don't know how that's going to happen. But I think that mm -hmm. was, like, such a precious thing that we got to travel every semester and go to mm -hmm. different places. Mm -hmm. um, definitely travel memories, like, each and every one had some. A lot of them, <laughs> in my case... I had bad memories, but I had good memories, and I don't know. They if, balanced out. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if that counts, but like I think Paris, I would never ever forget it because I went there all by myself. But it was that was yeah, it was part of like a school, but also like you know the memories at night. I remember when I went to Moulin Rouge at so I, me and my um, intelligent brain decided to get the <laughs> the show that starts at 11 p.m. and finish at 1 a.m in a time where the metro wasn't working as well. So uh, the taxis decided to like charge $55 just for a five minute ride. And I was like, nah, I'll just walk. And then halfway <laughs> through my walk, I just look around and there's not even a single soul. <laughs> and I was like, well, and I don't have Wi-Fi. So I was like- And this was at 1 a.m. Yeah. This is in like Paris. In Paris. Alone. No one. At night. And let me remind you, the last time I went to Paris, I got mugged like three times. I was gonna, one yeah, I wanted you to talk about that because <laughs> I feel like both trips were somehow the same. Yeah. <laughs> but, so you were walking around, no one around. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, like this homeless person just jumps out of nowhere and I just scream my life. Surprise! <laughs> So I started like running really fast. I found these couple and I saw them going in and it was a hotel. So I just like followed them. And then I was like, can I, I looked at reception. I was like, can I please just like, you know, uh, connect to Wi-Fi and order an Uber? And he was like, yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> so Aww, that was thankfully, nice. yeah, I think like, even though it's such a crazy memory, I don't think I'll ever forget that moment. 
But with you guys, I think like when we traveled, I like Japan was a really good trip. Like we saw something out of the blue. Like it's such a like different world. Yeah.、Mm-hmm. Um, and then Japan was nice. Yeah. The yeah. food. If you、and、guys honest, like. Yeah, the food was really good. That the digital museum was so cool. Oh yeah, that was really cool. Is that a yearly、um, exhibition, or is that just when you guys went there? No, it's year round. They might,、yeah. they might change some of the rooms.、Um, and what exactly is that? I saw some pictures, but I. So I it's、didn't. kind of like an experiential thing.、Um, oh. It's like all light and projections. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the cool thing about the museum is, it's huge, by the way, and you don't get a map or anything when you go in there. So、oh. you have to kind of. Explore on your own and find the rooms yourself. And if you don't find one,、mm-hmm. then you don't find it. Like it's just, yeah. So there's a lot of. I would have. I would have、um, FOMO. I'd be like, you went to that room. Where's that room? Yeah, please send me that way. Because some of the places, like you don't think they're rooms, and then、mm-hmm. you then they are, and you're like,、mm-hmm. wait, like because they're covered and it looks like a private area that you can't go in, but it really is.、Mm-hmm. So like, most of the areas were kind of open-ish, and then there were certain smaller rooms that you had to kind of had to find on your own.、Mm-hmm. And then there were some ones where it'll just have like a name of the、mm-hmm. exhibition, like the nest or something like that.、Mm-hmm. And you just wait in line and you just go see what it is. It's weird, but it was so cool.、Uh, Are these all like light projections, like、um, laser lights? There was a room that had like lasers dancing. Oh, and then like、oh, the、yeah. lasers they touch each other. I don't think you went to that, Abby. I did. Yeah, I did. The, the when the lasers、ones? touch, I don't know. But the lasers like they're so pointy. But if you go touch the at the point where they touch, they start to dance around you. So that was like really、oh. really cool. And one other thing, they had like a mini tea house, but it's all also a projection tea house. So you go, you buy a tea, you sit down, and then you put the tea on the table. And then when the tea's on the table, there's like flowers, like a projected flowers on it. And when you、mm-hmm. lift up the 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 tea cup, the flowers start to flow fly away. So and the tea itself was really good. Like <laughs> one of I did the best not、tea. have this tea. Oh, Abby missed that room. No, I didn't miss the room, but she missed on the we, tea. We were separated,、oh. and I I was with Antonio,、uh, actually. Oh, okay.、Uh, with our friend Antonio, so we were kind of <laughs> separated at some points, but、um, it was still really fun. Like, there's also a room that has these like it's all mirrors, and they have these hanging、mm-hmm. lamps. So、mm-hmm. it's like an infinity room, and it's really it's really cool.、Um, it's trippy. Yeah, just don't bump into the lamps. Because you don't want to break anything, but it was a really cool museum. If you guys ever go to Japan in Tokyo specifically, it's called the Mori. No, Team Labs. Yeah. <laughs> Why did I say Mori? I don't know. The Mori Show. Is the Mori Show. Are you the father? <laughs> no, I think it's like the brand of it or something. But no, it's really cool. Make sure you make a reservation though, because it gets booked. Yeah, if you yeah if you're planning on going to Japan within this week, <laughs> please make a reservation. I don't、make、think、sure. we're yeah I don't think we're going anywhere for the next like year maybe year and a half. Well, this is the time、oh, to、no. plan. So when you can,、True. then you're thing. Thing prepared. You, yeah, and yeah, go get some good sushi, fresh cut tuna at the fish market. Yeah, you guys went to that fish market.、Mm-hmm. What was the story with that? Every time I hear stories from from that place, I like I want to. Be there. I want to go there. It's kind of like a setup of an、um, like a local market where you go and like you see different kinds of foods over there, which is pretty cool. We had the freshest tuna that you could ever like. First of all, it like melts in the mouth. How big are these pieces? Like, because a tuna fish is huge. Well, it's funny because you see the head of the tuna, and he cuts it from it while <laughs> while he's doing while he's doing the rice. He cuts it, yeah, like right in front of you. He cuts it from the head of the tuna, puts it on it, and gives it to you. So, and it's like a big, like you can tell that fish is kind of fat, like yeah. So it was like super duper fresh. But then there were other things like we had the mochi, we had the octopus,、mm-hmm. we have. Uh, pictures of our friend Koi with the octopus. Yeah. yeah. What does octopus、uh, taste like? 
I didn't try it actually. It's, we should ask Koi. It's like calamari. Well, oh yeah, you're right. You're right. But I've never had that, one like that form. That can you had. eat octopus, Anna? No, I do not. Oh. I do not mess with the with the. <laughs> For those Where, who don't know, Anna is kosher, so yeah, she does I do not, not eat crustaceans, right? <laughs> yes, is that what they're called? I don't think they're under crustaceans. Uh, well, floor bottom feeders, right? Yeah, she yeah. does not also, consume yeah. bottom feeders. That or or uh, I don't get down with the swine. Mm-hmm. No, ma'am. Neither does Mira. Neither yeah, does neither Mira. do I. Yeah, she eats halal. I eat halal. halal. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> um, but where were we? Tuna. I, man, every time you guys talk about that story, like I, I wanna, I wanna go get some tuna and then just have it melt in my mouth. We should definitely go to Japan when it's when it's allowed and it's <laughs> safe, you know. And we have um, money. <clears throat> oh yeah, because you you're gonna be spending quite a bit of money there. Just just oh, a bet. warning. But it's so pretty. The nature's beautiful. Cherry blossoms as well. Go in the springtime, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, they have... Or just go to New Jersey. No. Yeah, you could. You know, <laughs> if in case you're on a budget, just go to New yeah. Jersey. It's just, it's it'll be similar. I'm sure you could find it's a sushi place there. The same thing. <laughs> Anna, what's your favorite travel story? Honestly, the one that's coming to mind right now are the llamas in Ecuador. Oh, that whole trip. Let me just say something about that trip. <laughs> that trip was what, like, four or five days? It wasn't five. It was days. like four. It was, like, it was four. four. It, yeah, it was. It was like short... four days, and it honestly felt like we were there for like two weeks. Yeah, we. I don't know. We if did that's a lot. Just me, but we did so much, and I'm so thankful for that. And the professors, and and um, the professor, and, and everyone who was able to plan out that trip. Mm-hmm. But we saw so much of that country, and for me, um, I haven't been back to Colombia. So being Ecuador is uh, next to Colombia, and so being so close to my country, and um, you know, kind of sharing the same language and so, sort of the same customs, that for me was um, <clears throat> one of my favorite things. But we went to see these llamas one day, <laughs> and <laughs> they have a lot of character. They're very sweet. They're very shy as well, um, and the most most of them were women. Yeah, I I remember him saying it was like 90% women, right? Yeah, it was 90% women Mm -hmm. and then the other 10% were male. And the funny thing about that is that they named the males after soccer players. (laughs) (laughs) And and they had like, what, like a hundred something llamas there? It was a lot. It was crazy. I have a ton of pictures of them, of just like playing It was a lot of llamas. And the people who take care of these animals, they know them by name. And they'll call them and the llamas will um, answer to them. Mm -hmm. And you know, to me from one llama to another llama they look almost the same and so i'm not sure how they differentiate between <laughs> all of these animals but um no that was pretty surreal to be up there with with the llamas and then feeding them salt they eat salt yeah mm-hmm. yeah what we gave them um and they're very sweet um which i didn't think they were gonna be that nice but and they pose very well and they they're very beautiful yeah mm-hmm. and they know when you're <laughs> taking pictures of them yeah um and the, so, the views were really nice there too. Yeah, it was up on the, on, on on a mountain. Like um, like I was like the llamas get these views every day. Like we, right, I'm <laughs> jealous of them. Can I be a llama? Can I be a real? Llama? We had a remember our cutout llama that we had in in studio. Oh yes, yeah. Yes. So we had we were so obsessed with these. What was her did name? Did we name her? Oh, Chantel. God. No, was it? It was some some something near that. Chantal, no. Oh, I gotta ask okay. Alex. <laughs> let's just let's just call her Chantel. Yeah, Chantel or whatever. We I remember like one of the pictures of the the alpaca or llama or whatever. I just remember we printed her out on the huge like format plotter, <laughs> and then we we <laughs> put her picture on like a foam like foam board foam core foam core, yeah. and I remember we hung her up and we put the um the traditional uh, sweater yeah, for, on her. It was a, it was a traditional, yeah, they, in Ecuador they wear this traditional... They um, have a name. They do have it. Yeah. Ponchos? Poncho, ponchos, perhaps. yeah. Maybe that's not sure that's yeah, they're name, not, but... yeah. But you know, for whoever's listening and still has studio, this llama, Chantel, is hidden somewhere in the ceiling. Oh, is she still in the building? Yeah, yeah she's hidden in one of the ceilings of the studios. <gasps> she lurks. So, so y'all should watch find her. You. Yeah, if you are in architecture school and you can go in the building at some point, maybe, 
Um, you should try to find, find her. her because she is a living legend. She's been there she, for about two she, years now. Her backstory is that she came to America with us from Ecuador to find a better life mm-hmm. for herself. Um, and and yeah, and that's how she ended up in in, in our studio. She's yeah, yeah she's she watched over us. She's a little old, she's, so she mm-hmm. doesn't want to get some COVID, so she's hiding. <laughs> Whoever's young and want to take care of her, like go. She doesn't have yeah. health insurance. Yet. She doesn't have a mask either, so if someone could bring her oh, one, man. Um, she would enjoy- she would appreciate that. No, they need to design yeah. one for her because maybe we should have an architecture competition for mask design. Oh, hey, <laughs> idea for those still in school? AIAS. AIAS. <laughs> no. If you're in, <laughs> okay. Okay, I feel like okay. So I have a really funny story actually from one of our uh-huh. travels memories. Um, so this was when we went to Montreal. Um, some of you may have heard of this story, or not the same story, but we talked about it in a previous podcast. But Anna and I actually were in the same class that Airbnb. semester. Oh, yeah. Okay. So we actually um, stayed in the same Airbnb as well. And we found this cool one, whatever. It was whatever. And it was a nice Airbnb. It was a nice Airbnb. Like yeah. great. It was tiny, but it was nice. Mm-hmm. And we got it for a good price and everything. And so we got there. We were there for a few days before like the rest of the class showed up because we wanted to stay extra. Because we are extra. Anyway. <laughs> oh Jesus. <laughs> so I remember we went to go go out to eat or something and we had to go down the elevators and when you come out the elevators there's like a little lobby it's like a it's an apartment complex um so other people live there so there's like five of us i think in this group and we all come out of the elevator and we start walking and we see our professor sitting on the couch and i'm like oh my god it's our professor (laughs) and we all like freaked out for some reason and we like hid behind the little like it was Whoa. like a column. Yeah, it was yeah. like a what? column or a screen thing where he couldn't see us. Did you did you feel that moment that he was like stalking you or something? Well, we were so it was confused. Just, it was it was the last thing we were thinking of, you know, like we were I think we were going out to eat, like last thing we were gonna do for the night. And it was it was kind of like in in the cartoons when like one character stops and then the 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 characters behind him or her like all get stopped as well really fast. Yeah, yeah. it was so funny though because we all like we're just waiting there for a good fifteen seconds. Like, what do we do now? And we're like, well, we have to walk past him. Like, it's just gonna have to happen. So we finally do it, and we we he sees us and he's like, oh hey. Like he gets up and he's so confused as well, and we're like, "Oh hi, how are, how are you?" And he's like, "Oh, I'm good. What are you guys doing here?" <laughs> we're like, "Well, we're staying here." And he's like, "Oh, so am I." And then he was like, yeah, "Of course, I'm he had like a nicer uh, apartment." Um, yeah. View. Well, yeah. Of course. Like, you know, we're we're kind of paying for. <laughs> <laughs> but he was waiting for his daughter, and then it was just an interesting. Uh, encounter it, but yeah it was so funny like I, it's so vivid in my m- memory still but that was a that was a fun time that was a funny that was a funny story <laughs> what other stories do we have we have um what about uh, architecture school like architecture school stories like in general well we had a famous um country star in our oh, class yeah. didn't we, we did yeah mikey montana yeah mikey montana he... student by day star by night well, oh he God. took a break during school sometimes because, you know, architecture right. school is really hectic and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but I remember he was in our he was in our class. Uh, he was in our year. He yeah. was in our year and he was with us in that same year that, or the same semester we went to Montreal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I saw him here and there, but he wasn't there often because, you know, mm-hmm. he's busy. Um, mm-hmm. I don't get how he was able to do both careers. I don't honestly. get either because I remember during studio he would flex on us how you know he was finishing up his studio album. Yeah, yeah, and it's crazy because I never heard of him before, and I actually listen to his music and it's not terrible. It's good. Uh, he sells, you know, like That's he how sells he his money. You know, he sells. He's in architecture school. He's got to pay for supplies. He's got to pay for all these trips. You know, it's Mikey Montana. Yeah. yeah, you guys should definitely check his stuff out. He is on Spotify, I believe. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, let, let us know what you think. I think um, I think it's pretty cool because, like, we had to, like, analyze it. And it was Montreal when we found out, right? Yeah, yeah. it wasn't like it was just told to us. Like, we... That's right. Yeah. We had to sit down and think about, you know, where does he come from? Where does he go? Where does he come from? <gasps> Cotton Eye Joe. Whoa, Cotton Eye Joe's coming back again. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> full I, circle. Um, I think his dad helped co-write that song. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm so serious. Did he tell you that? No, I looked. I researched him one day, and he has. He's like linked to somebody that helped co-write the song okay interesting okay well oh. <laughs> this is our artist of the day so if you have a minute to listen um to mikey montana one mm-hmm. of our peers one of our friends um go check him out yeah i hope he's doing well shout out to mikey montana hope you're doing great right. um kill it keep killing it so i remember well this whole semester we keep talking about this specific semester so this was fall 2017 i believe right mm-hmm. yes that so, was yeah that was such a good semester good <laughs> full of crying and laughing i don't know if it was a good laughing or a bad laughing but i think we, from i think we all had a mental breakdown at one point <laughs> during the semester and then that was on. the the irma the hurricane uh semester yeah yes it was uh, irma came in what like two no like a month into the semester not even not even yeah we had well, like, like a week three off. weeks I think it was during my birthday because I had to sit home Ooh, that day birthday. and I so did like, nothing. Yeah, so like September and yeah. it just, it just, I, man, it didn't do much to Tampa, did it? I don't think it did much to Tampa. No, like, it, it flooded. Like, it was supposed to come to Tampa and then it decided yeah. to take the other direction. That's for you. Yeah, <laughs> but it definitely did something to that semester in terms of in terms of our schedules and education and all that. I feel like. Um, it got flipped upside down. I don't know. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. really stressful. I I just remember like the project we had to do. So, for those who aren't in architecture school, just like a quick rundown. But core three is kind of like the second year of the main uh, program. So this is the first semester where you don't have like a teacher assistant to help you. So you're kind of on your own. All you have is the professor and then they just assign stuff and then you got to get it done and there's no one to help you. No one. Um, you know, okay. except your peers, you know, if they if they want to help you. But if they're nice enough. If they're nice enough. But I uh the project that we did was actually in the first project we did was in Sarasota and we had to do um like a school expansion design and I just remember it was so difficult for all of us because it was more realistic than what we were used to doing. Mm-hmm. And I think we all just started like freaking out and then we spiraled. Yeah. And then the hurricane didn't help. So we were all like set back a little bit with, you know, time that we had. But I remember so the for the for the final uh like presentation, we had to actually drive to Sarasota from Tampa. <laughs> which is an hour to an hour and a half depending on the traffic oh my god so on what on like a few hours of sleep because we were working the night before barely get it done very yeah. yeah. sleep for I the whole sleep. week like yeah mm-mm. that's true a whole week yeah and then we did drive there which was awful but you know we did it we're all alive and I just remember it was so bad because I remember driving back was worse than I driving think there. The, yeah, the driving back was definitely worse because we were done. And, and and the thing is, is that when you're done with these juries, all you want to do is just eat something if you have enough energy to eat something <laughs> mm-hmm. and just fall in your bed, like just go to sleep. And I remember I was driving with our friend Alex, who was nice enough to drive me um, to and from. And... I was riding on that passenger seat and I just wanted to fall asleep and we had to keep each other awake. <laughs> and he was talking to me about some musical and I was pretending to be really, really interested. <laughs> um, and I just, I think it was Dear Evan Hansen was the musical. Um, and oh man, that was that was a, a really hard and dangerous ride. Mm-hmm. That yeah. was... Uh... I don't even want to live that ever again. See, I usually, or I used to drive everywhere, but that one where I was like, I can't, if I drive, yeah. I'm not, I don't think I would be. It's not going to be good. You know? Yeah. So I took in a, 
took an advantage of people who are like, who wants to come with me? And yeah, and I remember mm-hmm. on good. the way back because you know when you're so tired, you suddenly just crave anything that's just really bad for you. Yeah, and the person who was driving me kept talking about Taco Bell, and I've never had Taco Bell. And oh, he was no, like honey. the burrito, and I'm like, no. <laughs> No. <laughs> and it's like, it sounds good, but I'm not good. <laughs> no. I think I had like a leftover Chick-fil-A sandwich from like 11 in the morning. Oh, and that's because it was the only thing lying around. Yeah. It's no. funny because I didn't even go home right away. We were stupid. And <laughs> we went what to... What did you do? <clears throat> we went to dinner with our professor. Didn't I tell... I don't remember that. Did yeah. you pay for that? Uh... I... Oh, wait. Did you guys go to that um, beer place again? It was like an outside beachy place um, in Sarasota. Yeah. But I don't even know how I had the energy to do that. Yeah. But I did, apparently. Oh, my God. And I drove home. Keep in mind, we have these huge models that we have to also carry with us in the car. <laughs> so we have to make sure those aren't getting messed up. Also, making sure that I'm driving in the lane. Mm-hmm. and not veering off the side of the road. Which you did at some point, right? Yeah, well, I was actually driving with Martina, who was sitting in the back, and I looked at Martina in the the rear view, and I was like, Martina, you better not fall asleep. I need you to keep me awake <laughs> because I need someone to t- talk to me. And then she started drifting to sleep, and I was like, ah! <laughs> we we gotta blast the music or something because that was scary blast was the scary. ac blast the music for real damn yeah that was quite a semester um but honestly mm-hmm. it was a fun semester overall i mm-hmm. would i do it again <laughs> maybe maybe like a highlight reel i'll, like... I'll put a pin on that yeah <laughs> <laughs> just super cuts of the whole semester yeah uh but i think naturally yeah. like the best semesters you'll ever have is core one and two like it's just oh yeah i think first year yeah that's i think that's for everyone because whoever you ask from graduates or people who are even still in school they're like it's it's core and especially yeah. like the savannah charleston trip is like mm-hmm. well that's true because we're all still getting to know each other yeah we're getting um you know, it, I think it's also monumental. Like you're getting to know your classmates that are going to be your classmates for four years. You're getting to learn about architecture. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. it's your first dip into architecture. Um, and you have to so, be there all the time. So and you have to. Uh, yeah. So you, have, you don't have to. Well, the yeah. for the and amount then, of time you have class, though, you're there every day. Yeah, yeah. that's true. It is, is a five. I mean? It is a five-day uh, class. And then you do a yeah. lot, of, like, getting to know each other, you know, being cautious with tools. Some of us put super glue in their eyes. Oh, that's <laughs> oh, another yeah. story. Anna, tell us about that. So, that was the first year in architecture school, and I I was very overwhelmed by the amount of work. And then I, was, I also had a job as an RA on campus. <laughs> that's another story. Um, and it was just a, that day, it was like a accumulation of RA stuff I had to do, responsibilities. I had a model due the next day. Um, and I was just, you know, very stressed out. And for some reason, I'm, pour, I'm pouring a little bit of super glue onto this micro lumber and I flicked it into my eyeball. <laughs> <laughs> Only Anna I, would do that. I don't know how I have the aim to do that. But here we are, and I'm sitting there for five seconds trying to figure out what to do with my life next. And then I think I run to one of the jury rooms on the on the on that floor, and Alex was working on. We also had a, a cardboard table due that week, I think. Um, oh yeah. And my friend Alex was working on his cardboard table, and I start crying because I don't know what to do. My eye is burning. I feel like I'm not going to be able to see out of out of my right eye. <laughs> and. And Mira steps in and she's like, oh my God, we just have to get you to a hospital. And I'm like, oh my God, the ER, <laughs> like what's going to happen? And thankfully I had a wonderful friends and um, Mira and Martina ended up driving me to the hospital that, that night. Mm-hmm. And, and I spent about an hour there and out of those, that an hour. hour. Oh no, an it was hour. longer. It was, it was like a... <laughs> <laughs> what was it? It was like three hours. We watched the whole Star movies and a half. Star like, Wars? Yes. 
I apologize. Wow. Like three hours. Anna lost her sense of time in that hospital. <laughs> oh, I did. And honestly, she, she was having fun down there. I was not having fun. I thought I was going to lose my eye. <laughs> but no, thankfully, um, um, it, it didn't really like, um, what do you call it? It didn't take away my eyesight or anything it, um yeah and they they washed it with saline water for about 15 minutes that was very painful it, but it, it also gave us a gift of coming in studio and seeing anna wearing goggles for like a good two weeks oh <laughs> that was i hilarious. did do that there's got to be a picture of that somewhere <laughs> somewhere I, <forgot. laughs> I was so scared man and who's gonna pay all of these er visits you know Mm-mm. you gotta take caution Mm-hmm. And yeah, and eventually I stopped wearing my goggles and I started wearing my glasses and I still have those glasses and they have, they actually have like uh, super glue stains on them because mm-hmm. I guess I kept aiming at my eye <laughs> for some reason. You know, you could just call that like a memento, you know? Like, I guess, yeah. 20 years from now, if you have kids, you'd be like, you see these glasses, kids? Let me tell you a story. <laughs> Sit down, have a glass of milk. I'll you have know? it like in my in my architecture office. Be like, you want to hear you something know, funny? <laughs> want to hear something funny? Uh, <laughs> you know, it's it's such a it's such a like I don't know sacrifice. Like my hair got glued so many times. I had it oh in yeah, my mouth. clothes in- clothes got super clothes. Glued. Yeah, don't wear oh, your man. nice clothes to studio if you're no gonna, never. <laughs> yeah, wear your wear your working clothes because something's gonna happen to them. And even even getting super glue just on your face, especially like near your mouth, don't ask me how, but <laughs> it just it, it burns. It burns. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, stuff is so like I don't think we realized, and we were so young, but I don't think we realized that all of these materials that we were using are somewhat dangerous to an extent. Um, For real. But yeah, that that's one of the many stories. Mm-hmm. Um, Good times, good times. Great times. (laughs) Were you like that in high school? Like, all clumsy and stuff? Oh, I've definitely been clumsy for for a long time. I, um, I'm trying to think of like what, I used to walk into, into stop signs. What? And like, and like (laughs) light poles when I was little. (laughs) So... (laughs) So whenever, whenever, especially we do this in Colombia a lot, when I was like six or seven, um, I remember my mom would walk with us like to the store, to the candy store, to the library, and she would have like, you know, you have to take care of three children at the same time. So she couldn't keep an eye on like all of us at the same time. And I would like just wander off and just walk Mm -hmm. into stop signs and light poles, like (laughs) just head on because (laughs) I wasn't paying attention. What were you staring at? Who I don't are you know. staring at? I would pay oh, money no. to see Anna run into a, a pole. No, but you know what? That wasn't the most embarrassing thing because once I hit the pole, I would turn around and I would realize people were staring at me and they would give me this look like, are you, what is wrong with this girl? That was the most embarrassing thing. Uh, but yeah. I don't think it's embarrassing. I think it's cute because you were young. <laughs> yeah, you still are, yeah, I was little. Yeah. Young Anna Very Chang little. running into the poles. But... Um, were yeah. you wearing that outfit that they posted about coming to america <laughs> outfit no ma'am that was <laughs> that was reserved for especially uh, the day i came to this country oh. yeah it was a one time one time kind of one and done show or... yeah when they lie to you you put it on when oh. they tell you <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna come to Who's disney they? oh your parents <laughs> <laughs> your parents <laughs> but mira do mm-hmm. you have any crazy stories? Because I know you were never, you know, the great student that you are right now. <laughs> I know you were a rebel during middle and high school. Yeah, I was this quiet rebel. Like, I was, I know I kind of talk, I don't talk that much right now. But like when I lived in Jordan, I used to be like that silent but deadly person. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't. It's funny because my parents think that I re- really cared my, my, about my grades, but I really didn't. I was a BC <laughs> student. And oh, wow. I, I remember one time, like, in high school. So I went to, in, I went to private high schools. So, like, um, I did the IB program. But I did change to the, like, the last two years of IB, I went to an Orthodox all-girls school. Mm-hmm. Very, very interesting. It was like, <laughs> it was like a jungle, kind of. 
<laughs> Sounds like Mean Girls. <laughs> That's true. Isn't that one of the lines in the movies? Like, yeah, it's like a junk. Like, Welcome yeah. to the Jungle or something. Like yeah, that. not in yeah. a bad way. In, it's in a very good way because I came. Okay, the school that I went to before that all girls school was kind of like prison, where like. If you wore um, red shoes, you got detention. If if your hair, oh. if you were caught with your hair down, you got detention. So like when you see people out of school, you kind of not recognize them because when you're in school, oh. we all had. So like going to an old girl school, it was kind of like, it was kind of nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was like when I said a jungle is because you see like different personalities from girls because the the first school, the prison school, it was like mostly guys. It's kind of like the cloths come out. Yes. Wow. And then, like, if you had a phone in the prison school, I really shouldn't call it the prison school, <laughs> but if you had a phone there, like, they would take it away and wouldn't give you back for the end of the year. Like, oh my god. What? Yeah. I have for, heard about that. Yeah. yeah. I've, I've heard about But then, like, like there was one day in the old girl school where the professor looks at a girl and she's like, get out your phone and text this person, tell them to come to class now. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, wow. Yeah. But I think, like, I think, I don't know. It was kind of weird because, like, I'm not Orthodox. But mm-hmm. I'm, I'm in all-girls school. But when they had their religion class, it was, like, a free, another, like, lunch break for me. For you? So you didn't have to sit on the no. classes about, um... No, is and it then, Christianity or, like, Catholic? It's, it's Christianity. It's part of okay. the Christianity. Mm-hmm. But... It was pretty interesting and the location of that school was really nice because in Jordan, like, you have the old downtown, so it was in the heart of the old town town. Mm-hmm. And Abby went there, she, yes. she even saw the school. I did, it was yeah. interesting. And she got up the 100 stairs, which I'm so proud of you for doing those. Yes. 100 steps? Or like 100 stairs? Like stair steps. Yeah, stair steps, oh, 100. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that doesn't yeah. sound like a lot, but... <laughs> How many flights is that? Well, it an was, average so, flight, an average flight of stairs is what, like thirteen 12? steps? Yeah, ish. thirteen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So. That's so so, about eight. Yeah. Seven, yeah. eight. I remember, like Abby, at some point, like stood in the middle of it, and she's like, "We need to stop." <laughs> Dude, it was it was a lot. Yeah. No, but that day was fun and. Yeah, but the location of it was really nice. Remember Rainbow Street, where like all the coffee shops and like the local falafel places, and mm-hmm. so like that that part was cool. And if you want to know a very interesting story from high school, is there was an American teacher who was helping me apply to colleges, and then one day he was like, "Let's go out uh, to get like coffee after school. I'll come pick you up like from school, and then we'll go to the coffee shop." And I was like, "Why would you need to pick me up? Like I don't I, I don't get it." Like. It's just a walking distance. Mm-hmm. And he comes up riding a donkey. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what I would say in that moment. And I was like... He wanted uh, to show off his mode of transportation. Yeah, and I was like, why do you have a donkey? And he's like, well, and you live here. You don't really need a car. And the donkeys are cheaper. And I'm like... <laughs> and you're like... Do people ride their donkeys a lot over there? No. Is that a thing? No. So he- Not in the city. None in the city. I mean, you would see shepherds and sheep, which yeah. I, I miss seeing that. Honestly, yeah. like, I really miss seeing that. Like, I remember, like, there's a Starbucks where you sit down and you always see shepherds and, like, sheep around you. That's cool. <laughs> but, um, yeah, th- that was a very interesting story. And I was like, huh. And then I looked at him and I was like, so this is how it is in America. <laughs> <laughs> this is, like, my very first impression on, like, American people. So It's like he bought a donkey and he needed to to show it off. I think, <laughs> I think he was like borrowing it, but he was just like pulling a prank on me or something. Oh. Oh. Yeah, that's funny. He was he was really fun. I, I wish Abby? I knew someone I could borrow a donkey from. Uh I'm sure you do. <laughs> You're right. I mean do you have any uh crazy stories from school like um <laughs> your perfect attendance? Oh. Oh. <laughs> Shall we? Shall we talk about that? <laughs> oh yeah, All please right. do. So, me being a crazy person, um, since kindergarten until 12th grade, so my full schooling, I actually never missed a day of school in my life. And people thought I was pretty crazy for it. Um, I didn't even 
I even went to school on like senior skip day and everything like that. Because um, mm-hmm. you know, I made it that far, so I was like, I can't, I can't <laughs> Might miss as well. senior skip day. You know, mm-hmm. like so. Um, yeah, I don't know how I did that to this day. Um, partially because my mom forced me to go to school even when I didn't want to, but <laughs> you know, it it made me the person I am today, which is concerning. Anyway, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But um, I did actually break my perfect attendance record in college because you know and guess what semester it was it was the same semester fall 2017 that three yes and (laughs) it was funny because i don't remember like what point of the semester it was but i guess i stayed up really late the night before something but i slept in very 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 late and i actually was woken up by a phone call by one of our friends, Alex. Shout out to Alex for waking me up at 11.30 or almost 12 p.m. And I answer the phone. I'm like, hello? Like, who's, like, what's up? And he's like, Abby, where are you? Like, why aren't you in classes about to start? And I was like, I'm in bed in my house, 30 minute drive away. There's no way I can get there in time and park and, you know, whatever and find parking yeah yeah especially at that time of day hell no and oh, so oh gosh. i never got like ready faster in my life but i actually think i i think i actually just ended up missing the class because i knew there was no way i could make it in time even if she i got marked absent i got marked Ooh. absent which was very crushing for me um but you know i'm a better person now i, I learned from my mistakes i did miss probably a couple classes since then maybe <laughs> um <laughs> professional uh, practice yeah i uh, don't know how you graduated abby you missed yeah <laughs> all those classes i know so many derogatory marks on my report card yeah <laughs> but wow. yeah that was uh that was when i broke my record which was somewhat crushing but at the same time that was time, monumental it was very monumental for, you, for everyone everyone was like damn <laughs> this is a pivotal moment in your life were you embarrassed i wasn't in Barris, I was more so surprised at the fact that I was able to sleep in that late uh, because I, I don't usually do that. But well, architecture school, there you go. Yeah, it, it did change my sleeping habits, I will say that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that was that. So that was fun. Um, good times. Um, there was a lot of days where I hated myself because I didn't want to go to school and oh, I was no. t- tired, but I did what my mom told me to do. <laughs> transitioning transitioning one two three uh so what are you guys passionate about because now that um mira is joining our panel to interview people so but what are some things you want to talk about on future podcasts well i want to introduce several things that like once we graduated i started like researching into them I became very passionate about like healthy baking. So if anyone's interested about that, please let us know. I can show, uh, I can show different recipes. We can also talk about them. I did uh, paleo bagels yesterday, and they turned out pretty well. Nice, nice. Mm. Um, I'm also um, documenting my uh, plants. So I'm like planting different kinds of trees, fruits, vegetables, Ooh. and stuff. So I would like to talk about them and I know some people from school and out of school that would be great to like talk to about. And then health in general, um, my doctor, her name is Dr. Sarah Bingham. She is, I'm going to interview her at some point and she's going to help not only with tips like in health in general, but for students who are like struggling to stay healthy, like what are the tips? So. Also DM us if you have on Instagram if you have any mm-hmm. questions. That yeah, any you questions. Would like to. Yeah. Um, and also we're all passionate about architecture here, so I'm 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 excited that we can like open up about some theoretical, historical, um, design wise. Maybe we'll have some talks about that. So. Yes. Yeah, I, I would yeah, love I like that. that. I would love to talk with maybe a professor, or if we can even get in contact with a local architect in the area. Um, Mm -hmm. to talk to them about some things because I think that'd be really cool and especially for a lot of our listeners who are our friends and also are 
you know, were in architecture school or are still in architecture school, I think would find that very valuable information. Um, mm-hmm. Kind of just like at a more casual level. It's not too formal and it makes them feel like, oh, this person, this architect is like a person as well, you know? Right on, Abby. What are yeah. you passionate about? Well, <laughs> I think something I'm passionate about is music, very much so, as is Anna, I think. Yes. That's something we have in common, and we do like the same genres of music as well. I would love to um, interview musicians in the future, and we want to do like segments where we feature an artist that's like up and coming, um, you know, talk about what kind of music they do and everything. I love finding new artists i'm always on discover weekly on spotify and like release radar i do that every week and i will always take recommendations from people and and i found so many new artists in just this past year that i really love and hopefully one day i can go see them in concert when we're allowed (laughs) to um but yeah that's that's something i'm that's like my main passion at least currently most recently of course architecture as well um so that's kind of what i i would like to talk about in the future uh what about you anna what are some things you want to talk about um uh, (gasps) (laughs) um yeah i think definitely going off the architecture conversation we could um begin to um have deeper conversations around that but i think overall i So I start to think about the things that matter to me and like what or what I identify with. And I think one of those things is just immigration overall. And right now with like the current uh, political and, you know, social climate that we're living in, I think um, sitting down and having those tough conversations, whether it doesn't have to be necessarily about immigration, um, but just social changes that need to happen in in our um, in our societies that you know let's I I would like to talk more about that and bring in those hard questions and uncomfortable conversations as well Mm -hmm. um so I guess social changes and and, um yeah call them social events that are current current events is something that I'm Mm -hmm. passionate about you know it's hard to talk about especially like I don't know politics is such a it's hard it's hard but it doesn't it doesn't need to be political i think and that's what most of us make it out to be and that's mm-hmm. where like the fighting begins to occur or where when you don't start to accept another person's point of view that's when it starts getting oh, yeah. uncomfortable uh, but it doesn't yeah. like i don't think you know um someone coming into this country in fear of their life in their home country you know i don't think that should be up to whether mm-hmm. it's right or wrong i think it's a human need right Um, Mm -hmm. no and i think i think it's it's a human need and like it doesn't need to be political like it shouldn't be you know why is this person coming into my country um and to get a little bit deep like you should be proud that someone wants to come here and like Mm -hmm. make this their home exactly i agree yeah and it's funny or not funny but it's interesting that you say (laughs) that no because uh one of our listeners uh replied to um our last episode where we kind of talked a little bit about some issues um like just in general right now with everything Mm -hmm. going on and they were telling me how they felt so comfortable listening to us talk because they felt like they were didn't know how to feel about certain things and they didn't have a lot of people to talk Mm -hmm. to about just everything Mm -hmm. and so Mm -hmm. she's like you guys are keeping me sane right now because that's good it makes me feel as though I'm relating to I can like listen in and not necessarily say something but see mm-hmm, how you guys mm-hmm. are navigating um with with everything going on because we're not all together anymore right now mm-hmm. to discuss these things so mm-hmm. it can be very hard for people to formulate uh, opinions or just anything mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. the subjects at hand right now so I right. think it's and a I, good way to go yeah and I think that's well I think ahead. Sorry, sorry. sorry. Okay. I, well, I was just gonna say I think that's important to keep the conversation going. Um, mm-hmm. And like, even if our listener is just listening, sometimes it's just good to listen. Like, right. you don't need to have an opinion or a stance on everything. Like, just get educated and listen. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Go ahead, Mira. Yeah. Well, I think like I think it is important to like I personally I'm always scared to talk about politics because where I come from. Mm-hmm. But I also think that that shouldn't be a problem. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I agree. Like like sometimes I do blow up Instagram stories about like I just I'm really mad mm-hmm. about like, like what happened in Beirut and then people are like stop posting about it. Well, I'm sorry, but like if, if like if you don't who like else it, is gonna then, do like, it? unfollow yeah, me or something. Who right. else is going to do it? Like someone like me who has never lived there who is not um you know, doesn't identify with that culture, like I wouldn't be posting about it 24/7, but we need people like you who yeah. are from there or who 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 are in touch with that culture and with 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 those people to I to stand up for them and to represent them. Um, yeah, like Beirut is like my second. Yeah, mm-hmm. like I I took Abu. yeah <laughs> yeah. So I that's what I'm passionate about. <laughs> I agree, and just yeah. talk like we were saying before, like talking directly to the source. Like yeah, those are the people that are gonna know what's actually going on. We don't we don't mm-hmm. know their systems of doing things necessarily and what's going to happen now that that mm-hmm. happened. You know, mm-hmm. they can, you know, the news can say whatever they want, but in the end we won't know like the actual truth unless it's coming from somebody who's like living there or has family in the area mm-hmm. that exactly. are mm-hmm. that are knowing like the ins and outs of everything. Mm-hmm. So I think that's so important yeah. now because that's why it's yeah. Yeah. That's why it's so important to share. Mm-hmm. We have social media to do that. Um, and I was gonna say something. Absolutely. Else. Yeah, you know, you know how boring it would be if we all had the same opinions and the same stances on everything. Like, be a no. pretty sad world. Yeah, it would be pretty boring. But um, we're here, so let's make the we're most here. of it. But mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> so, moving on, Abby, we uh, do you want to introduce our new segment? Yeah, so today we're going to introduce a new segment on the podcast. You know, we'll interchange here and there, whatever works, whatever feels right. But (laughs) I saw this picture yesterday on this beautiful app that most of us know called Twitter. Twitter? I'm going to pull this photo up right now on my phone just so I have a reference. Um, If you guys would like to pull it up too, you can go to Kanye West's Twitter. Um, <laughs> his at is let's see, um, at Kanye West, otherwise known as Ye. Anyway, yay! I'm yay. Yay. Oh yeah, Kanye, whatever. Ye, no, yay! Ye. I say ye, you say yay. Whatever. So yesterday, uh, so this podcast is right now. This was yesterday, posted on August eighteenth. Okay, twenty twenty. Um, and it is a picture of Steve Harvey from Family Feud sitting in a Chick-fil-A establishment on a booth, throwing up the deuce peace sign, all right? Hand <laughs> in bag, Chick-fil-A bag. What, was he eating like a, like a, like a chicken deluxe? Because I see some lettuce and <laughs> he's, tomatoes he's in there. Eating a, chicken he's deluxe. eating some kind of sandwich, but it, it's not the, it's not the regular number one chicken sandwich. Uh-uh, no, uh-uh. it's not. They're balling out here in chicken. Yeah, Bay. you know, it's Steve Harvey. He has money. So, first of all, it's just a weird situation because, for one, I don't even see him wearing a mask, nor do I see a mask near him, all right? We are in peak pandemic times. And you know what? Chick-fil-A, I'm disappointed in you because I really thought you cared about people's health. But you know what? What else bothers me about this photo? What is that? Is the outfit choice. (laughs) Because it's too... It's too many earth tones going on at once. Like, the coordinating is not there. And he's wearing sunglasses indoors. Like, who does that? Which is also an earth tone. Also an orange. Good point, Anna. And it looks... You know... I'm sorry, but I just noticed... I'm looking at the picture right now. Uh But there's a three-dot balance in this picture. Can you point that out? three-dot... Is it him, the person standing behind the booth? No, no, they're small and they're white. <laughs> three dots? Three, is like, three teeth? little... His teeth is one. <laughs> this, the watch? The watch? The watch is two. <laughs> and is it what he's packing in that pocket? <laughs> yeah, that'd be illegal. So, we... If you want to zoom in on your phones, if you have this picture up, if you look very closely, he has a plastic bag in his pocket. 
and <laughs> it is questionable as to what's in there. We will never know, but you know, the devil's cilantro, possibly, <laughs> and in Chick Fil A, in God's house, in God's house, and you know what? You know what really bothers know. me? The guy no. in the background. Who is he? And what is his what is his business in this photo? Because I don't you know? see any business being there. <laughs> His business is standing behind Steve Harvey, and honestly, that's a lot of work because he's a character in himself. I hope he got paid for being an extra. I doubt it. I mean, Abby, thank you so much for walking us through that. Yeah, so I would love to. I would love to hear what you guys have to say about this photo. Um, you know, hit our hit up our DMs. We will be posting a photo of this, um, and we want to hear what you have to say about it because I'm intrigued. Mm -hmm. There's so much to unpack in here. So yeah, and if you if you see anything else that um, Abby or the Mira or I didn't point out, please feel free. Thank you guys. Yeah, and that's our Twitter segment of the day. It's kind of like and our news. You know, it's the highlight that we we think is important to discuss. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, but thank you for joining us. Mm hmm. So Mira, um, as we've been doing this with all of our guests and. You're technically the guest for this episode. So, what is your favorite local place to eat around Tampa or your favorite local business um, that you like, that you really enjoy? Local business. Or restaurant, mm. like that kind of thing. I'm going to ask you that question because you go out with me a lot. Whoa. The tables have turned. Oh, how the tables Ooh. have turned. Well, that's a great question you ask. I would say... <laughs> <laughs> I really, really love Revolution ice cream. Oh, so mm -hmm. it's not really like food, you know, it's dessert, but you know, that's a good vibe check place. It's a good vibe check place because one, it's in a great location, Seminole Heights. For those of you who don't know, mm -hmm. it's really cute. It's very hip, kind of local restaurants, bars, mm -hmm. whatever. And <clears throat> one of my close friends showed me this place a few years ago. Or a couple years ago, whatever. And it was amazing. I've never had ice cream that tasted better. And I'm not joking. I'm not <laughs> saying that for clout or whatever. Um, I'm not sponsored by them. But I would be. Uh, <laughs> but their ice cream is really good. It's homemade, I believe. Or handmade there. And it's mm -hmm. just... It tastes so good. I don't know how to explain it. You're going to have to go try crazy it. crazy flavors, too. They have, like, bacon... Yeah. Bacon vanilla or something along those lines. Some weird stuff, yeah. It's weird, I do. but it works. It works, yeah. Yeah. I know my favorite flavor is the sea... I think it's called the sea worm that has coffee, cardamom, Ooh. cinnamon, and caramel. Mm -hmm. Wow. And it's also gluten-free. Yeah, I was going to say they have gluten-free options, and I want to say maybe vegan too i'm not yes really sure. there's a couple yeah. vegan options there so if you're watching your health or you need to be gluten-free or you're vegan hit or them you up just have a good time or if you just want to have a good time and be yeah. healthy at the same time too go i will say and you know what sorry but like you gotta get the waffle chips with it yes oh, i don't think i've ever tried it with and that and dip the waffles. Mm -hmm. It's worth the extra I dollar. Too. I will say their portions are very, very generous. So yes. Maybe don't go there after dinner. Maybe go there for dinner. Yeah. You know? Who said that you can't <laughs> have ice cream for dinner? Exactly. Society. Okay? <laughs> in the end, it's calories in, calories out. Just enjoy yourself, you know? We're gonna die. Actually, I'll, I want to do a podcast about this. Americans eat dessert for breakfast. But we can stay tuned for that. Oh, that's interesting. Oh, that video. There's a video Mira sent yeah. me a while ago on YouTube about mm -hmm. it. We can discuss that. It's a very interesting topic. I'd have to watch it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Pancakes with syrup. Dessert. Look at the cereal options we have. <gasps> Cookie crisp. We'll, we'll... <laughs> All right. Let's unpack that next episode. Yes. Next episode. Yeah. Too much to talk about. So yeah, hit up Revolution <laughs> Ice Cream. We will link them in our Instagram posts. Check them out. They're really good. Anyway, so I'm going to flip the question back to you, Mira. What artist yes. have you been listening to lately that you recommend to our listeners? Okay, so my music is very different than you guys. That's okay. <laughs> um, and I would like to say that I was introduced to my music that I listen to a lot right now by 
one of our co- like one of the students who was at USF or actually three it would be uh, Jerry Stefanis and Koi mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so I listen to a lot of instrumental so Richard Hutton is one of them okay uh, specifically Saving a Life I really really like that song it's it's been stuck in my head for more than what genre is that um, I think it's more like this is just guitar okay and then um, I think it's more funk music okay so like and then uh, I there's an artist that Jerry also introduced me to her name is Maye she sings in Spanish and English mm-hmm. and also I love love Daft Punk will always be like mm-hmm. Daft Punk good choice yeah. you get deep into your feelings mm-hmm me <laughs> yeah so we'll we'll also yeah. link those in our instagram post for you guys to check them out mm-hmm. um so thanks for sharing your music selection thanks you thanks you're welcome thanks <laughs> you so well my outro is gonna be from my best friend ever badu <laughs>